Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to Los Angeles. Today we have a very exciting episode with the one and only Vicky Sai, founder and chief treasure hunter of Tatcha, one of the most beloved skincare brands. Obviously, Sarah and I love Tatcha yeah. as well. Yeah, major stands. Um, major stands, but one of the most beloved skincare brands of the last decade and one of our favorites here at Los Angeles. Yes. So, a little bit of backstory on Vicky. After graduating from business school and working for large corporations, Vicky spent years traveling back and forth from the States to Asia. She developed acute dermatitis and tried everything to treat her skin. During her time in Japan, Vicky discovered the world of Japanese beauty thanks to an encounter with a modern-day geisha. She loved how pure, simple, and effective classical Japanese beauty philosophy was and decided she wanted to share the secrets and ingredients she learned about with the rest of the world. Today, Tatcha works with scientists in both Japan and the U.S. to create formulations from scratch that honor traditional beauty practices but are made with advanced technology and innovation. Yay, Vicky! Thanks for coming on the pod. Thanks for having me. I love you guys. We, so, we always ask if like you feel tired when you listen to your bios when we read it. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you exhausted from like how much you've done? <laughs> it's never occurred to me. <laughs> She's like, I laugh to keep from crying. <laughs> you um, just accomplished so much. We're so happy to have you on. Oh, so one you thing that you'll notice if you ever meet Vicky, she always has on a beautiful, bright lip and mm. then purple yep so she's wearing this gorgeous long sleeve looks super comfy actually it's so comfy today's a comfy purple day dress it's like <laughs> I, I, need I imagine you opening your closet at home and it's just like a row of pr- beautiful purple pretty pieces. much pretty purple much gray everywhere so we're gonna take a little quick trip back to when it all started this is how we always like to start off these episodes so you left your high level job working for starbucks which i like have devoted so much of my time and money to Starbucks. (laughs) We all have. And then to start Tatcha from your tiny New York City apartment while you were pregnant, okay? Some people would say you have brass balls. Some people would say you've lost your mind in that point, right? So did you know immediately that that was the right decision for you? And, or did it take a while to convince yourself, okay, I am not sure if this is the right path? It was a little bit more circuitous than that. Okay. Um, I did start off in New York, um, but I was on Wall Street first. Yep. And my husband and I were at Ground Zero for 9-11, and we were um, 21 at the time. And so that changed my perspective on how I wanted to spend my career and the waking hours of my life. But it took me about 10 years to figure out how to weave, how to weave meaning into my work and how to find work that could become my life's work, not a job. So it was Wall Street, it was business school, it was Starbucks in Asia, and then it was also working with um, scientists from Berkeley, sustainability Mm. thought leaders. And when I had acute dermatitis and I started working with them and learning about ingredients, supply chain, the environmental social health impact of personal care, I started realizing, one, no matter 
no matter what I do with my face, it may not heal. That's what the doctor said. Two, now I'm concerned about the ingredients I'm putting on my skin. And now I'm 31 and I'm thinking about having a child. And now I'm familiar with concepts of bioaccumulation, passing over things that are in my body, chemicals, five pounds a year I'm absorbing, passing that over to my child. And I just woke up one day in San Francisco where I was living at that point and said, I choose happiness and I quit. So I didn't quit with the intention of starting a company, but I did quit with the knowledge that I'm responsible for my own happiness. And it's kind of now or never, right? So then then you just sort of figure it out. So um, for people that might not know what acute dermatitis is, can Mm -hmm. you kind of explain what that is? Sure. Your skin is a barrier organ, and it's meant to keep things in, and it's meant to keep things out. And um, it has a very, very delicate balance in order to do that. Um, When you disturb the balance of your skin and you start disrupting the barrier function of your skin, its ability to keep germs and bacteria and viruses and pollution out of your body, it actually starts becoming highly, highly irritated and inflamed. And then it becomes, it's a type of disease. And so I basically diseased my skin. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. But do you, I mean, I'm just, I don't know that much about it. And I think probably a lot of our listeners are curious too. So what was it like? Yeah. Yeah. Like what, what's it like? So it's three years and it was very, very painful. Um, It was bleeding, blistering and scaling on my entire face, including my lips and my eyelids. I had to use oral and topical steroids and antibiotics to keep mm-hmm. it under control. And if um, I used any normal stuff on my skin or I pulled back on the medicine, it would flare up. So there's actually a really great article um, that one of our beauty editor friends, Jessica, has written. Mm-hmm. She was dealing with a dermatitis as well, and she was put on topical and oral steroids. And mm-hmm. she actually talked about it on Instagram today mm-hmm. and saying that like the if she went a day without putting the steroids on, Flares back it would worse. like... 10 times worse, yep. which is insane. And I feel yeah, like to be so dependent on it. And there's mm-hmm. really no, like all the dermatologists that she spoke with trying to help. It's like they pushed steroids on her, mm-hmm. but then didn't have an option for her. Yeah. Once. There's no off ramp. Yeah. And then in the meantime, I'm thinking about getting pregnant and you really shouldn't be loading your body with these. You shouldn't be loading your body with anything when you're pregnant. Yep. And so then I got really scared of like, what am I supposed to do? And then at the same time I was burned out of the corporate world I'd work for big companies, medium-sized companies, tiny companies. So it's like the three little bears. And it just didn't feel quite right, and I didn't know why. And so I knew I had to forge my own path and started going. So you obviously went to business school. Mm -hmm. Did you ever imagine that you would one day run your own business? Nope. Never. It was never the goal. Never the intention. Nope. (laughs) Well, I I guess, like, for me, like, what gave you the courage to decide, okay, this is something that I would like to do because I feel like especially at that point in your life when you're thinking about starting a family and and going through all of this with your skin as well, like I feel like you probably thought there's bigger fish to fry here than like trying to figure out my career path. Yeah. Right? Or was it not like that at all? It wasn't. It wasn't. Um, I think that we're very similar. I think we're the kind of women who are going to throw ourselves into our work no matter what we choose to do. And I knew that I wasn't finding a lot of meaning in my work, but I was working very hard. And we spend most of the waking hours of our life working. And so I knew that if I didn't find meaning in my work, I would not feel that I had as much meaning in my life as I I could. So when I realized I wasn't happy, it was was at that point just like a, a matter of simple math. If I keep doing what I don't believe in, there's a 100% chance I'll still be unhappy. If I find something that I love, um, there's a 50% chance that I'll be unhappy if it fails. And so 
on one hand, stick with what you're doing, 100% chance of being unhappy. Try something new, 50% chance. Right. You know, the statistics were just, try something new. Yeah, the odds are better yeah. in that way. I think that's a really great way to even think about it, especially totally. when it comes to decision making. We can probably go through all the options in our head a thousand times, yeah. but if you put it in, in that perspective, I think that makes it actually an easier decision to make. It is. Um, I do, sorry, I really no. want to go back to the dermatitis because yeah. I really think people are going to resonate with this. Because it is yeah. very common mm-hmm. it among is. people. So obviously we're looking at your face and you are gorgeous obviously and your skin is truly like so pure and so beautiful so So I'm sure if you had shown someone a photo of you back then people would be like yeah right that's not the same person (laughs) what like how did you get to where like your skin is today and how long did it take yeah so three years of steroids and antibiotics and it was in um it was in a precarious balance, meaning if I took all the medicine, it was under control. And some people who know me back then were like, I had no idea you had the, the dermatitis. And I was like, well, if you looked in my bathroom cabinet. <laughs> Got but it. then the second I stopped the medicine, it flares back even worse. Mm. And so the doctors had said, this is pretty much a permanent condition. <sighs> and the only thing I could use on my face at that point was Aquaphor. You yeah. guys use that? Yeah, yeah. I love and Aquaphor. It's great, but mm-hmm. it does leave you very greasy. Mm-hmm. And even, you know, you can't wear makeup with Aquaphor. Makeup was irritating my skin at that point anyways. And so when I used to fly through Asia for Starbucks, I would um, fly through Japan and I would get these blotting papers just on my, my layovers. And they were the only blotting papers I found that didn't leave like bits of paper on your skin and didn't like leave powder or mineral oil on your face so I used to buy them by the stacks and then when I wasn't working for Starbucks anymore I couldn't find them here in the U.S. so I called up my old friend Tomoko from Starbucks and I was like I can't find these and she said oh they're beading papers from gold leaf companies and I was like what are you talking about and she said they're from gold leaf companies when we think something is special in Japan we'll put gold on it gold leaf but to turn gold into gold leaf you have to hammer it and so it's hammering paper and I was like, I have no idea what you're saying. And I'm not from Japan. I'm not Japanese. Yeah. I'm Taiwanese-American. But there's something about this story that I just found so enchanting that I ended up in Kyoto. And uh, it was there that I ended up finding um, the gold leaf artisans. And I was like, is it true that this is the byproduct of the gold leaf beating process, these papers? And they said, yes, of course. I was like, I don't understand how the byproduct of the gold leaf hammering process becomes one of the first beauty care items ever. Yeah. And they said, you, you're going to have to ask either a geisha or a kabuki actor because they're the ones who figured it out. And they used to come by when we were throwing them away and, and grab them. Oh, wow. And I was like, are geisha real? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah. And so they introduced me to one. And then when I was interviewing this geisha, I, I wasn't looking to do the stage makeup. Yeah. But I was curious because I knew if they're around three, 400 years, they predate the petrochemical industry. And so what they're doing must, there must be something to it. Yeah. And so I was asking them about their makeup and the first geisha I met said, well, you can go here to this, this little place where we get our makeup from. And so my translator, Yuko, went with me. And while I was in there, these, these other geisha were flitting in and out, picking up their stuff. And they were very fast and they had no makeup on. And their skin was glorious. Oh, man. And so I would watch them surreptitiously. And if they grabbed a camellia oil, I would grab a camellia oil. If they grabbed a rice powder, I would grab a rice powder. And so I filled up my basket with their things. And Yuko did her best to write down on a post-it for me what they were doing. And I took it home and I used half of it wrong. But eight weeks later, my skin healed. Wow. Two months. Eight eight, Eight weeks? Eight weeks. Two months. Holy... And that was after three years of medicine. And so then I started running out of things, and I tried to find it in Japantown in San Francisco, mm-hmm. Koreatown, Chinatown, eBay. Um, I went to traditional Chinese medicine places because I recognized some of the ingredients from TCM. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Couldn't find it anywhere. And so then I went back to Tokyo, 
And I went to the department stores, all the Japanese brands there, and nobody knew what I was talking about. So then I had to Really? Go, no, because these are things that are out of fashion. These yeah, are things I, that somebody's grandma did. Okay, totally. got it. So then I had to go back to Kyoto, and I was like, okay, <laughs> starting from scratch. What is this, and where did this come from? So that's how that all happened. That's, okay. That I, is wild. I, that is absolutely wild, but I think gives... Yeah. hope to people that are dealing oh, with absolutely it's not permanent yeah and uh, but at the time it's crazy that you thought that was it was going to be a lifelong condition you yeah. just had to deal with and had to take steroids with that's absolutely unbelievable um so obviously you you know launched tatcha and have just <laughs> experienced <laughs> tremendous Sarah's tremendous. moving her hand in the air <laughs> <laughs> <You launched Tatcha>. <laughs> <laughs> to emphasize how how much how successful tatcha has been um you know since launching uh in 2009 right or i started the research in 2008 oh two, okay so mm-hmm. wow 2008 yeah. amazing obviously the beauty industry is very saturated there's a lot of companies trying to you know do their own thing trying to imitate you guys why do you think your company has risen above and experienced such success i mean we're the overnight success rate that took 10 or 11 years <laughs> right yeah. so a lot of it is is you learn as you go we're very very old school we put all of our time and our effort and our money into the formulas which is why we have our own r&d center with our own scientists in japan make everything from scratch in japan um, and I think it's hard to be Japanese quality. And then also customer service. Um, we have our own team in Tatcha called Team Love. And their only job is to make people feel loved. And if you send a question, you make a comment, you need to switch something out, you don't know what to use, you have an entire team of people who their only job is to make sure that anything that you need, we're there for you. And those, those are the two most important parts of, I think, building anything worth lasting is do you love your product? Do you love your customer? And then everything else works out. And I have an amazing team. I would say also on that note, like similar to loving the customer, building relationships, because I remember this, Daniel Martin told Mm. us the story about how you guys were one of the first brands to reach out to him and send him product to send him the blotting papers. And he was like so excited to even be considered. Obviously this was like earlier on in his career, but now you guys have an amazing relationship and I will say this too, like leaving Pop Sugar, I like told Vicky a month before I left, like, I, okay, I just want you to know I'm leaving. I don't know if I'll ever I'm see you again. so Bye. excited for you. And she was so thoughtful and so kind and was like, you have helped us throughout the years. Like, what can I do to help you? And I, I think that truly is just inherent in who mm-hmm. Tatcha is as a brand. Aww. And like totally comes from the top down. And I mean, if anyone... If you guys have ordered a Tatcha product before, you know that they are so beautifully wrapped. Everything comes with a handwritten note. You're so kind. And when you watch your guys' stories, I mean, you're still even in the factory packing these packages. Oh, yeah, that's And your daughter is writing (laughs) notes. And it's just like, it really is like the thought and love is in there. And you just feel it and you can see it. And... I mean, it's incredible that oh, you, you still even do that. Like, you I'm don't so even have time to do that, but you still it. make time for it, you know? That's the single most important thing. If I could get out of all of my meetings and just go be in the warehouse or be with our clients or be with my scientists all day, I'd be such a happy, happy lady because that's where the magic <laughs> happens, you know? That's what Patrick would say. Patrick's <laughs> like, if I could just get out of all of my meetings, <laughs> the happiness would appear. <laughs> but also, like, you still handwrite notes to us. And I'm oh. like, you'd like... Absolutely don't, or you, you know, respond to our like DMs. Like, it's just like, you really are the real deal. It's the question that you asked initially, like, how did, how did we get to where we have, we've always had these little angels around us and you've been our angels. Daniel Martin's been an angel. Yolanda Mata has been an angel. Mm -hmm. Matthew Van Leeuwen. We've been blessed 
with abundance of kindness and generosity from people. And it's an honor to get to take care of someone's skin because it goes into their body and it's their, their face to the world. And so every day when I wake up, I meditate and I say thank you for the honor of getting to be with such amazing people like you. Oh, yeah, Aww. even your guys' so, whoever is running your social currently, whenever you tag Tatcha, they will t- say like, you know, it is an honor to be part of your skincare routine. It's an honor to be part of your day. And Aww. I was like, the <laughs> honor is all mine. <laughs> That's team love. Because they love you. I'm like crying. Why are you crying? Okay, so. <laughs> I'm not uh, crying. You're crying. <laughs> we want to get into some newness. There is a new launch. <sighs> it's Ew. here. My obsession. It's the serum stick. Okay, Yay. so we're holding it in our hands right now. We're looking at it. It's beautiful. It's the same shade as like the dewy moisturizer, or the mm-hmm. dewy skin mist. Mm-hmm. And I want to know how is this different than the other serums that you guys currently offer, mm-hmm. and why a stick? Why, why a stick? stick? Yes. Oh, so exciting! <laughs> so the reason it's a stick is because it's so concentrated. Okay, um, it's a Japanese lemon balm extract, which helps support your skin's natural collagen production, as well as eighty percent highly purified. Squalane. And so, this is an ingredient that Kirby and I are slowly but surely fallen in love with. Vicky, we literally (laughs) did an episode. It was like ingredients that we are kind of iffy on, and one of them was squalane. But then we went through all of our favorite products, and all of them have squalane. So it came down to one product. One product, and the formulation of it is what Uh, turned turned us us off. Got it. But now we're fans. Now we're fans. So highly, highly purified squalane. The reason that it's so wonderful is when you're a baby, 13% of your skin is squalane. What? And it's, remember how we talked about skin as a barrier organ? Yeah. And it's supposed to keep things in and keep things out. Um, that lipid protection on your skin is what's keeping the moisture in and the irritation stuff out. Mm-hmm. And you start losing that as you age. Totally. And so when you have something like a squalane, which is very biosimilar to what's in your skin, and it's 80%, not just smidgy poo, but like the whole darn damn thing, <laughs> French, plus these amazing botanicals like a Japanese uh, lemon balm with mm-hmm. the collagen support, what you get is something super, super intensive. And the reason we put it in stick form is that sometimes you want all over care, but sometimes you want really, really targeted care. And so if you can see on my neck right here, see this? Uh-huh. This is a, a hive. And it's because I still get eczema. Oh. Yeah. And so when you, um, if I was to take a serum and put on my eczema, because a serum is um, liquid, yeah. you massage it in, but I can't really hit that little spot because then once I massage it, totally. it sort of moved around everywhere and there's just like a micrometer of, of product formula mm. on the area, the patch that I need. When you have it in stick form, I can target it and concentrate it, and it's not going to budge. And it doesn't have any water in the formula, and so it's not going to evaporate or have to get like massaged in elsewhere. It's just target. It's not going to move all day long right there. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, so I have a question. So then after you use that on maybe this hive patch, do you clean it somehow? Clean it. Well, this is clean, dry skin. And so you can apply it like a serum. Okay. So on clean, dry skin, you can do it anywhere. Uh-huh. And then also after you put on makeup, if your um, makeup ever gets dry or cakey, you can put it right on. And from a hygiene perspective, you don't have to worry about it because since it doesn't contain water, mm. it can't grow anything. Great. Got it. It's when it's when you have water in a formula that things naturally grow in water. But this isn't a water-free formula. Oh, okay. So it's like um, it's a spot treatment essentially in serum form. It's an intensive spot treatment. That's exactly what it is. 
it is. Cool. And then so whether you have um, she's rubbing it on her forehead, literally <laughs> I love right it. now. It's like a, I'm obsessed with it. So yeah. whether you have dehydration lines, whether you get dry Under underneath eye. your eyes, if you put on concealer and it gets dry, you can uh-huh. put it right over. If you like a like a beautiful natural highlighty glow, but you don't want to use powders because they can kind of get a little cakey. Mm-hmm. Any, I keep hitting my microphone because oh, I'm good. so excited here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just everywhere, so it's an obsession. And the finish is really beautiful. We're it looking is. at her in natural light. It, and because it's, just it's so like your dewy. natural skin. Yeah. yeah. So then how do you incorporate that into your routine in besides in daily like, life? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Besides, you know, touching yourself up or whatever, using it on spot. Yeah, so the first way that I use it, especially in the winter as we're going into drier seasons, is clean dry skin before I put on my moisturizer. I use it like a serum, so all over. And then also, if you ever have like lighter weight moisturizers in the winter, you sort of want to switch. If you use this first, it's naturally going to make everything richer. And so you you, you might be able to just continue using your lighter weight moisturizer because you're going to get this extra layer of moisturization. So there's that. And then if you do wear makeup or not, over the course of the day, anytime you need touch-ups, then you can pop it right back on over. I would say as long as you don't bake... You can yeah. pop right on it. If you do the full bake, don't do this. Got it. It's, you guys, it's like a liquid. I Great just tip. have to say, when I was, which Kirby was supposed to be there at the Victoria Beckham launch for her new moisturizer. Oh, yeah. She didn't know what baking was. Oh. And so she asked the audience what baking was. And I like, I don't bake, so I didn't want to speak to it. And, and Stephanie Montez <laughs> had to like speak up and be like, baking. It was really funny. That is baking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is so cute. That is so cute. I Anyways. Love her. Um, so Sarah just pushed me. She's sorry. like, don't go into your Cockney accent. Yeah. Don't do it. Even though I love it. So any skin type can use this Any stick. skin type because it's non-comedogenic. Okay. Um, and all the formulas are tested to be non-comedogenic. And then it's also fragrance-free. And everything in our line is clean because I was pregnant when we were formulating everything. Right. So even if you have uh, a little eczema patch or if you're skiing and you get dry cheeks or, you know, little kids, like my daughter, she had a cold and then, you know, went to your cold heels and you're, oh, you got the little ugh, the dry worst. skin yes. on your nose yes. and allergies anywhere. You just pop it right back on and it's Amazing. going to instantly plump it up. And make it soft I and love dewy this. and glowy. It, I, yeah, it looks amazing. And on you, skin. it's it's travel friendly. So I think yeah. sometimes with stick products, they can be really chubby and mm-hmm. like short. Yes. <laughs> If that makes sense, like stout. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> um, and so they're hard to travel with. Like you yeah. can't throw this in your, you can't throw it in your purse, but you can throw this in your purse. It's oh, very, sure. it's like dainty, it's long, but it gives you a good amount of product. Like it's, it's big, definitely bigger than a lipstick. If you guys can visualize this, you can also Google it, <laughs> but it lasts a really long time. Yeah, it really it does. I bet. Yeah. And I I really like it under my eyes, too, Mm -hmm. because as I get older, I'm 41 now, and when, you know, we all get fine lines. Kirby and I were like, I'm like, excuse (laughs) me. Please, please, please. And um, I find if I put it on underneath um, concealer Mm -hmm. or the pearl, which is what I Mm -hmm. like to do to break my eyes, it won't settle. Great. Because there, it can't evaporate and dry down because right. there's no water in the formula. I'm going to do this. I need to put on makeup for the event tonight. Yeah. So. I'll show you before and after later on so you can see Same. the difference. Yes. Yes. Exciting. Okay. So back to the year that was 2019. Mm-hmm. A lot has happened yeah. for to you and your, your company, obviously. Has your role changed at all since you launched Tatcha? Has my role changed at all? Yes. Yes, it has. When you first start out a company, and I know you guys are probably going through this too, you spend a lot of time developing strategies and thinking about the product and thinking about your customer. And that's that's my happy place. And then as your company grows, you start as a CEO especially, 
needing to focus a lot of time on infrastructure building or scaling. So that includes fundraising, HR, IT, legal, real estate. Um, and they're all things that are really important to build a meaningful, sustainable company. But for me personally, it also meant not having as much time to focus on formulas and customers. And when we got to a certain size about a year ago, I realized my joy is the formulas and the customers. And I would like to dedicate all my time to that and spending as much time as I possibly can in Japan because Japan heals my skin, it heals my soul. And um, I love sharing that with people. And so we brought in an amazing CEO about a year ago and um, he runs the day-to-day -day of the operations of the company along with my husband and a great COO. And I try to spend a lot of my time now doing what I did in the very beginning, which is formulas and customer service. My love. Treasure hunting. Yeah. Treasure yeah, hunting. <laughs> That's amazing. I want to bring up Room to Read because I don't think a lot of customers actually realize that when they're making a Tasha purchase, it's a charitable one. Yes. So do you want to describe uh, Room to Read and what that means Where to you? Where customers' yes. dollars are going. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad that you brought that up. Thank you. Of course. So we were talking in the very beginning about making a change and uh, meaning. And when I thought about going into the beauty industry, I was really torn. On one hand, I thought it would be great to offer women who are interested in clean, who are interested in formulas that have withstood the test of time and for something that's really, really healing. I think women need that. I needed it. But on the flip side, as a woman who's been on the recipient of messaging from the beauty industry, I thought, do I really want to participate in an industry that can sometimes make people feel less than? And I was also then pregnant with my daughter. And I thought a lot about, do I want, when she comes into this world, to feel that she's defined by her bone structure mm. or the texture of her skin or the shade of her skin? No. And if I've learned anything from my time in Japan, it's that beauty begins in the heart and the mind. And any wonderful things that have happened to me in my life started because I have a great education. And so I'm really inspired by Tom's Shoes and other brands like that that have a giving model that's very, very clear and direct and transparent. So we decided to partner with Room to Read. Mm -hmm. um, they're one of the leading organizations globally in children's education, and they have a special fund for girls because girls are often the last in line to get a chance to go to school. And every single purchase helps to fund girls' education. And thanks to friends like you, we crossed over three and a half million days of school recently. We'll be at four oh, million days of school by next spring. Oh, my gosh. Or by April. Maybe in a few months, incredible. depending on how things go. Yeah, this. the more people wow. like the serum stick, the more girls go to school. Congratulations. So it's amazing. That's amazing. Wow. Okay. We want to know what skincare product do you think people misuse the most? Oh, I think the most misunderstood and underrated is the essence. I didn't believe in essences. I have worked for a beauty care company in the past where the essence was a big deal. I've, I saw the clinical data, I saw everything, and I was like, it's not real. And so when we studied the traditional Japanese beauty rituals, I did see the constant reference to beauty waters, which was this, this step on clean, dry skin before your serums or your creams. And I always told my scientists, I'm not interested in making that. And my scientists always said, in essence, is critical. It's even more critical than a moisturizer. And I was like, I don't believe in it. <laughs> I started a company the day that I gave birth. I'm not going to tell somebody to do one extra step that they don't need to do. It's against my religion. And so, no. And um, the main ingredient that's in everything in our line is a complex of green tea, rice, and seaweed from Japan that we ferment twice. 
And I, when we were formulating, I always like to try raw materials alone and then in formula. So I have this bottle, this like golden liquid, and I put it on my clean, dry skin. I go to sleep. I wake up the next morning and my skin is glorious. Yeah. And I do it for a week and my skin is glorious. And so I, I reached out to my scientists and I was like, Tagawa-san, why does my skin look so amazing? And I was like, this how to say three is incredible. And I said, I wish we could just sell it like this, like a bottle of it, instead of just having it as the base of all of our other formulas. Mm. And he said, you can. It would be called an essence. <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> that's why you're so smart. <laughs> and then we did the clinical studies, and we found that, in fact, when you put it on, it increases the hydration of your skin by 148% instantly, measurably. Yep. And so you get this instant plumping. But then it also creates these aquaporin channels, so that anything that you put on afterwards, any serum, any cream, any mask, the active ingredients in those can go deeper into the skin, much, much, much deeper than if you didn't. Mm -hmm. And so then I realized it was a step that I was missing all my life and now I can't live without. I feel like I, I feel like I just learned at the age of 38 that you're supposed to floss or something. Like I've been missing like this whole very basic step yes. that everyone in Asia had been doing for so long. Centuries. Japanese and Korean people. Yeah. Centuries. Using totally. I think that's probably the question, one of our top questions because we did break down like how to properly apply your skincare. So yeah. we went through the order and we brought up essences and people were like, what are you yeah, talking people about? People still confuse it with toners. Yes. Right. Toners, like, okay, like which one is which? Why do I need an essence? Mm -hmm. And we still get DMs on Yeah, recently on we got Instagram one. being like, I'm still confused about essences. So I think you're right. I think that it's underrated and underused. And I think that if people would start incorporating it and thinking of it more as like a standard to their beauty routine and yeah. not just an extra. The, sim the single most yeah. important piece, I would say. Totally. An essence is supposed to give to the skin, so replenish, and a toner's meant to take away. Totally. Right. The only thing that I've explained to people that really stuck is, have, have you ever made a cake yes. and then poured <laughs> a syrup on the cake before you put on the icing? No. You have yeah. not lived. Because it goes into the, <laughs> yeah. it seeps into the cake. Yeah. It makes it, oh, it's almost like, um, like tres leches or something. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Like tres leches. Like, yes. oh, That's yeah. exactly right. So then when you cut the cake, it, it, so when you put the icing on the cake, if you didn't put on the syrup, there's the barrier, you know, it would still yeah. keep the cake from drying out totally yeah. for longer than if it didn't have the barrier. But it won't stay as moist. But if you pour the syrup on first, tres leches. Yes. And then you put on your icing. You have a moist and juicy cake for as long as you want. Oh, hell yeah. Yes. I'm doing that this weekend then. <laughs> I remember Yoli gave me a facial some time ago, and she mm -hmm. told me that the essence was like your one favorite product had to have all the time. Hers was the rice polish. Oh, yeah. And I was like, okay, essence it is for me forever and ever. <laughs> and truly, I have turned on so many people to the essence, and Kirby oh, too. Like, it it's her. a must. It was Bless Sarah you. and Sarah's list of like... Holy Grail yeah. essences. Mm, no, love you guys. But also because of the spout. Mm -hmm. Makes it so much e Totally. Why? You're not, we're not living properly <laughs> if we have these like little dinky holes. I know. You're just like shaking. Off. This is just like glides in your palm so nicely. I know. And then you just pat it. What oh. a concept. What a concept. <laughs> that one tiny thing just but changes the also, experience. Everything, oh. every product of yours, the packaging it makes it feel like a ritual, right? Oh, so it's really beautiful when you're doing it. When you're make when you're using the rice polish and like mix you know, pour it into your hands and mixing it, like everything feels like so beautiful when you're doing it. Oh, I'm so glad to yeah. hear that. There's a, a monk that you guys have met before that we work with, Ito San. Mm -hmm. Love him. Hot monk. fantastic and yes, <laughs> no, very I didn't handsome. call him that. He's very Someone handsome. Him that. 
What he taught me is that you can turn anything that you do into a meditative ritual. And so people often think of meditation as something you sit and you close your eyes mm-hmm. and do. And, you know, I love that. And I do, I do that, too. But he said you can you can do um, walking meditation. You mm-hmm. can do eating meditation. So like mindful eating. And so you can turn anything into a ritual or meditation if you just put some intention into it. And so I only spend maybe one to two minutes at night on my skincare and one to two in the morning. And, um, but I, I try to think about certain things when I'm doing it. So when I'm taking off my makeup, I literally think of releasing the day, like just Mm. whatever happened that day, good or bad, just let it go. And then when I'm exfoliating, I think about how you can always, um, begin again, because it's about releasing the dead and bringing in the new. So just every day you can begin again. And when I use the essence, and it only takes seven seconds to absorb, but in those seven seconds, I think about the importance of giving back to yourself. And then finally, when I finish with a moisturizer, I think about the importance of self-care because mm-hmm. skincare is self-care. And it's just a minute to yourself, but we all spend so much time taking care of everybody else and everything else. I don't think it's a bad thing to give yourself a minute here and a minute there. Totally. I love that. That's, That's, I'm going to start doing yeah. that. Because like, I, like it's I definitely, like people have asked me like, when do you practice self-care? And I'm like, when my skincare routine. Yeah. But when you like attach like meaning to each step like that, it yeah. really becomes like a self-care moment. I love that. Okay. I'm going to do that. Okay. <laughs> so um, I kind of want to talk because again, it's been a decade and things have changed a lot. Mm-hmm. Um how has your brand adapted to the influencer landscape? I know that you guys work with so many influencers. I personally just want to know, like, who are your favorites? Who do you think, like, really gets it when it comes to skincare? And, like, why why are they, you know, part of the Tatcha family? Oh, I love, I love the influencers. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know, um, so there's a couple things. One, when we were first starting out, I couldn't get a PR agency to pick us up. Everybody said Asian skincare is not going to work. Asian beauty is not aspirational in this country. Um, I don't think you have a story to tell. So we didn't even have a marketing department until a few years ago. Wow. Like we didn't have a marketer in the house. We had nobody from the beauty industry until a few years ago. So we're very, very lucky now to have great partners. But as a company who's bringing um, formulas back to a modern world that are kind of different from what people are used to, cleansing oils, enzyme powders, essences, they require quite a bit of education. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason that influencers have become so popular is because they've demystified and democratized beauty for everybody. Whether you're a man or a woman, whether you're from Wisconsin or LA, beauty is for everybody and healthy skin is for everybody. So I think one of the things that has been wonderful about them for us is that they educate. They're wonderful educators and they, they show that skincare is for everybody. And so whether it's you know Patrick or Jeffrey, you name it, all of them are talented and smart and kind and generous. And we wouldn't be here without, without their support in helping to share education around skin health with, with their fans. Yeah. And I didn't even begin to name the number of ones that I love. Gosh, it would take the entire podcast. Yeah, totally. I mean, we, I, when we've gone on different Tatcha trips, like Kristen Dominique is yeah. lovely. Love, love her. her. Arika. Yeah. Arika. Oh, Arika. she's so cute. <laughs> love Arika. But you, yeah, Tatcha is also truly. Also like Fitzbo. Oh my God, yeah. Um, <laughs> Tatcha is like an influencer favorite. Totally. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's incredible. Um, but it's it's always very genuine too, yeah. like you can tell. Well, thank you so, so much. This has been so amazing. Yes, we're glad we got to steal some time from Aww. you before we know you're the busy, festivities begin. Well, I love you guys. I love what you're doing. I love how you're bringing the inside story of beauty to your fans. And thank you so much for letting me be here with you today. Of course, anytime. Yeah, thank right. you. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.